Ice Death 20. No change either. Just look up. Tired. Living the dream. I'll be back. Movies, uh, James Beaver here. As you can tell by that cold opening, uh, I'm trying some new stuff. Uh, kind of had a laugh at that one just because mid recording I hurt myself and I decided to keep it, try it. I might do that uh, when I'm doing my test runs with uh, guests, which are coming by the way. We're finally there, guys. Uh, I tried to record last night, I actually tried to do an episode using two small movies and I actually deleted it. I was like, for fuck's sake. I actually just didn't save it, just left it as is, because I was tired, I was angry, and it wasn't good content. I, only the only the best, as you can see from that cold opening, guys. Only the best. Uh, so yeah, I watched a movie. Uh, I, I went back to the I went back to the full moon streaming site because those movies are nice and short. Because uh, I, I need short movies right now, especially for these solo episodes. All right, but you know. Start next week. It's going to be uh, longer episodes. We're going to get some guests on. We're going to like to chat with each other, enjoy ourselves, and just something to bounce off with. Uh, just speaking candidly here, guys. And uh, so yeah, I decided to watch uh, 1993's Arcade. I started a slew for people. Jeez, just watching this movie. Seth Green is in it. The guy who plays Q from Star Trek. Uh, the dad, uh, Donna's dad from that Sandy show, uh, Bob with the Afro. So uh, yeah. Uh, so let's just get into the movie, and uh, we'll be right back. I watched Arcade 1993 came out, directed by Albert Fune. Uh, screenplay was by David S. Goyer, which is actually the guy who's done a ton of movies. Uh, original story was by Charles Band. It stars Megan Ward, Peter Billingsley, John Delancey, Sharon Farrell, Seth Green... Uh, came out in 1993. Uh, funny enough, I was actually reading up on this. Apparently, this movie was in the middle of a lawsuit, and all the CGI actually had to be changed because it was sued by Disney because apparently all their CGI was too similar to the movie Tron. So that was very interesting to watch. And actually, seeing the CGI now, it makes me realize, yeah, it, it was very similar. The movie opens with Alex, the main character, talking to a psychiatrist about her family problems. Her mother died before the movie and has a history of mental problems and her father has given up on life. She soon meets up with her boyfriend and friends and Nick, the game expert, says there is a new game being tested at the arcade. 
known as Dente's Inferno. They all arrive and after some arguing with a local bully they are invited to try the game. Nick tries first and is soundly beaten despite being a gamer and Greg is next. He is then imprisoned by the game. All the kids take home console versions of the game and begin going missing and Alex who also plays it becomes worried about Greg and goes to visit Nick. They begin to try and reach out to the other kids but they Nobody is answering their phones because they're all busy. After another day where only three of them show up, Nick, Alex and Seth Green, who didn't play the game because he was it, his TV was busted, they decide to go visit a friend named Laurie who is staring at the screen. Arcade taunts them and then takes Laurie. They decide to go to the video game company and speak to the programmer who gives them some hints. But they also inform them that the game is using a real human brain for their AI. They decide to have a final showdown with Arcade. With their knowledge of the game, they both go in and things take a turn for the worst. Nick is defeated but saved from really dying by the programmer and Alex is left alone. She plays the game gaining keys and saves a young boy and gaining an extra life during the, along the way. They finally arrive at the final level and the young b- boy is revealed to be Arcade. This was his true form as apparently the human brain is actually an, aboys- an abused boy who is left cruel by his mentally cruel and physically cruel mother. Arcade managed to kill Alex using a vision of her mother, but using the extra life that she gained for, from saving the young Arcade, she pulls out his heart and, throw, and throws at him, meaning that now everybody is free. Unfortunately, that also means Arcade is free. The movie ends with Alex arriving home with Arcade waiting for her, as he says, game over, bitch. So, oh, let's get into some noteworthy characters. Let's start with the main character of the movie, Arcade, the villain. Basically, he is a virtual reality Freddy Krueger. Even down to calling everyone a bitch. We've got the Nick. He is like the best friend kind of character. Badass gamer, sunglasses, turtleneck sweater, uh, Adidas turtleneck sweater. He's the best. Uh, then we have Seth Green, basically being Seth Green. Yeah, 90s smart, smart mouth. Basically, every movie that he's in that I've seen when he's younger, he was this 90s smart mouth kid that would just mouth off at people. Let's get into the highlights. Virtual reality is the wave of the future. This is a very 90s movie. Uh, the bully, the arcade, this clown, this clown, it just is gear, sleeveless leather jacket, a milady hat, and a white scarf, and he's just hanging around in arcades. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Donnie's, Donna's dad from the 70s show is here, and so is Q from Star Trek, so a lot of recognizable faces. State of the graphics, S- 90, like 93 graphics, still PS1. But knowing that they had to change all the CGI last minute, I wonder, I actually would like to see what the graphics looked like beforehand. Uh, apparently the game can uh, take voice commands and recognize features, like this is a really advanced game. Uh, the smooth voice, the, the guy who voices Arcade is pretty cool just because he's just very egocentric, very sure of himself. It was very cool. Um, yeah, I actually wrote down that this Arcade is a typical Arcade coin swallow. Uh, back in the 90s, all the Arcades would have these super, super hard games where you would just swallow coins just because the difficulty was so ramped up. If you play like, say, a Street Fighter on the arcade and you play a street fighter at home there's a difference in difficulty because they are very very different because the game was meant to make money so you know they would like ramp it up they would cheat you out of your money that's the way arcades were built uh advanced 
heck on arcade. It rec- like I said, it recognizes people. This is a home console version too. There's no camera. There's no nothing. But it knows who's playing the game. So just granted it is. But there's no like demonic thing to it. It's just a machine that uses a human brain. Uh, and then as it was doing this, it was like, ah, the 90s. Where every time you use the internet, the line is busy. You know, that whole... Uh, the scene where Lori is looking at the looking at the game and she's all fucked up was very creepy. Like, the, the close-up shots were really well done, I believe. Uh, yeah, it was just very unsettling. It was just ruined because you then see Greg in the uh, screen. And it looks like they just put a photo of him over some static. Uh, then Nick. Uh, Nick, who's my favorite character in this movie... Just begins threatening the receptionist. Just this 14-year-old boy grabbing a fully grown receptionist by the tie and going, let us in. And then he does. I'm like, if that was like now, or even if that was real life, security would grab him by the scruff of his neck and throw him out. Not let him meet the head of the company or a programmer. Um, the programmer's thousand-yard scare and monologue was pretty terrible, but it was... So terrible it was good. You f- you first see him lose to the game he created, so you know something's up. Um, then when we get to the final battle, as they head into Dante's Inferno, of course there's a dramatic storm when they arrive. Uh, there was some great uh, sound of uh, design when they actually go into the arcade because you can hear whispers from all the souls arcade t- taken, and I was like, that was that was pretty cool. I added to the. Uh, the atmosphere of, the, of it and that arcade has been busy just taking souls uh yeah like i said it's very very 90s all this stuff is very 90s you got your skateboards you got you know game over man you got put in a quarter it's very very 90 uh i then noticed <laughs> that he, nick now realizes this is real life after everything that's happened because he gets slashed in the back and he realizes that he's bleeding that's how he realized that this is real. Not everything else has gone before. Not their one of their good friends going missing. Not all their friends going missing. When he when it happens to him, that's when he realizes it's real. So then the, one of the games, Seth Green shows up in the game, apparently held hostage by Arcade, and I'm like, hold up, was it his TV busted? So did he go home, buy a brand new TV, and then play the game? That, that made no sense. They, they could have used somebody else for that. Maybe even Greg. But yeah, it just made no sense. Um, there was a bit where when she's being electrocuted and she goes into her dream sequence with her mum, she wakes up and it was just so awful the way she woke up. She gets up and they repeat it three times. Um, I, I had to laugh because it was just ridiculous. They should have just done it once and done a, a hard focus on her face. But no, they had to do the, the triple wake up call. Uh, and then when she when she does me with a mom, it was pretty unsettling because she just blows her brains out right in front of her and then wakes up again and goes to do it to her. That was very unsettling. Uh, the, the ending was okay, uh, very sequel bait, I've, I believe. But a lot of these, a lot around this time, they was always trying to do sequel bait. They was always hoping that this would be the next best thing that they can they can make a sequel. There was no sequel that I could uh, I could uh, think of, but. Um, so let's uh, go into thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Very 90s. Uh, it took me back to how it was in the 90s. Uh, as a man who loves video games, this really brought me back to 
how I enjoy video games. Uh, decent acting from people. Uh, I really enjoyed everything about it. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's very cheesy, but definitely something to keep your eye out for. Uh, available on Full Moon Streaming. Uh, I paid $10 a month just to watch all these cheesy movies, but... Yeah, or if you even find a DVD of it, I recommend it. Arcade nineteen ninety three, and uh, yeah, I'll be right back. Just going to do a state of the uh, state of the podcast address, and then we'll uh, begin the guest next week. So yeah, let's get back to it. Uh, yeah, so this is it. This is the final solo episode for a while. As I mentioned before, I've been mentioning it for the past few weeks, but I now know I'm done. This is the last day of work that I'm recording this. And I already have some guests lined up. I'm actually excited. I've got uh, a new guest coming up. I've got two returning guys. I'm bringing some returning guys. Um, and then right now, I'm actually looking to record going into December. I'll be recording when I'm on my vacation. But that will be... Those episodes will be released in January. I'm going to be doing like a homecoming month where I watch movies with friends in back home in England and then we're going to record a podcast episode. So that'll be kind of a homecoming January situation. So, uh, or, or not, it, it might fall through, but uh, I'm bringing my equipment. I already have it ready to go. So that'll be something. This is going to be a shorter podcast episode. Uh, when it, I, I'm pretty much bankrupt right now when it comes to creativity on my own. I, I'm really looking forward to releasing these guest episodes so i'm i'm very looking forward to that but right now i i'm just kind of i've got podcasters block on my own i feel six weeks of this it's kind of held me with these halloween specials it's good because i can change the subjects whereas this with me just doing one movie on my own it's kind of hard kind of hard if i'm being honest with you guys uh just speaking from the heart here so this will be a 15 minute episode uh nice and quick I might, I might not even call it a uh, episode twenty. I might even just call it a uh, nineteen point five. Uh, but I am very much looking forward to uh, the guest episodes. Uh, bring, bringing back that well of life into me for recording. So uh, yeah. So if you want to get in touch, if you have any questions or answers, uh, go to uh, Beaver Does on Twitter, Beaver Does Movies on Facebook, Beaver JM on the shit instagram fucking hell uh if you want to donate do, i don't know if you want to after this uh coffee ko dash fi.com slash does movies uh if you want to send me an email and tell me that i need to do longer than 15 minutes does movies at gmail.com and yeah so just let me know uh this is actually going to be i've decided this is going to be 19.5 just because it's not worthy of a full episode so uh yeah that was it. This is it. Next week we begin the full the full guest episodes and I'm so excited guys. It's going to be fun.